Good evening. Yeah, it's 12.59. Good evening. Good afternoon. Welcome to the State of Course podcast, where we, uh, it's not we, basically, I just talk about my life and how I'm staying the course and, and whatever I'm doing. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is, like, you know, you've been here for, you know, five, six episodes, welcome back. Uh, it has been, every time I come on, come on here, I feel like giving an update on my life is, it's always interesting, because I think the last time that I talked, uh, or if I didn't, I, I've been submitting to the Holy Spirit more, submitting to God's plan way more in my life. So everything, and I mean absolutely everything that I'm doing, everything that's going on right now in the course of my life is extremely interesting. Some of it is very painful emotionally, uh, and then I cling to God, and he, he shows me the way out. He shows me, he gives me a different perspective, he gives me peace, so I don't feel like that's the end-all, be-all, and... Uh, I don't know, it's just, I have been just in a really good space. I'm out here propped up, got my legs propped up, and just chilling out. It's really good to be in this headspace. Beautiful Monday morning, Labor Day. And uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Chill out and really not labor that much. I say that, but i got to study some scripts and stuff and went out for a really good run this morning too uh did a different route this morning actually i actually went out and i ran and i just was like hey you know what i'm gonna take a right i took a right kept running and boom i ran into a lake i'm still getting used to this new town and this new state but they have lots of lakes over here and it's cool to just you know, if you know, explore and discover new things. I dipped my feet in there and just chilled out and just enjoyed it for a minute, you know. Always cool to do new things. It's cool to see new paths, new roads, I think. Uh, especially moving forward, I'll try to do way more of that. And I have been doing a ton of that in these past few months. If you uh, are new to this... Uh, my name is Jared. I am going through quite possibly one of the toughest seasons of my life right now. I'm going through a divorce. I have a now four-month-old daughter that I have not really been able to see. And uh, it's tough, to say the least. It's extremely tough. Now... accountability was I put this on me but I know this is not all on me I know this you know some of this is her as well and I've learned over the course of this course that you know I can't put it all on me but uh over the course of uh, this season I've I've learned to cling to God and basically this is what this podcast is about really this is me showing you 
this this is what it is when you cling to God in the absolute hardest times of your life. It sucks sometimes. Some days are better than others. And then some days are just like freaking amazing. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is great. But, you know, at the end of the day, every time I go to bed, every time I wake up, once I call out to God, I'm at peace. I do a lot of things in between that to keep that peace. It's a lot of work that you got to do. To keep yourself uh, in check spiritually, mentally, and physically. It's a lot of things that you got to do. I'm still working on that. I'm not perfect and I never will be. And starting, let's start off with that. I'm not perfect and I never will be. I think some people have this thing. I think especially maybe younger folks. Maybe me. I've I've had this for a while. I thought, like, when I get to a certain age, I'll literally have it all figured out. And I'll have it, you know, where I won't have to, you know, worry about learning so much or, or whatever. Constantly have to learn, or make mistakes. I won't do that. You know, maybe when I'm in, like, my 40s or 50s. That's what I really thought until, uh, until this happened and. Long story short, I'm I'm a part of a Bible study group, and uh, I've talked about this in earlier podcasts of how I got linked up with this Bible study group, but I go to this group, and it's really not like a Bible study group, it's more of like we worship and we just talk about our feelings and our problems that are going on in our life. It's amazing. Kicker is... All of the people there are 60 plus years old. I am the only one that is remotely young. I am 25 and everybody around me has lived twice my age. And it is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um... But the reason why I, I go and, and I talk about that group was because this past Saturday, when we were uh, just worshiping and, and talking about uh, our feelings, one of the members of the group was like, you know, because we have this thing where we go around and we talk about our weeks and how our weeks are, and what's been impacting us, what's been going on. And this 66-year-old man said, you know, I thought by 66 I'd have it figured out by now, but I don't. And I'm starting to realize until I am six feet under, I never will. And yet, never will, even when, you know, of course, thank, thank the Lord. Lord said the same would be with God, but he'll never have it figured out. And that just hit me like a ton of bricks. Because if a 60 plus year old man is like, hey, 
I haven't figured it out yet. There's still things that I have to learn. There's still things that I am, you know, having to push myself at. There's still things that I gotta, that I gotta do to keep myself in check and people who I have to go to. Why in the hell would I ever think that I'll ever have it all together? I think the media, and not just the media, I think we've always thought, you know, eventually we'll be, you know, be perfect in a way. I don't know, maybe not perfect is the word, but like in a way where we know what we need to do. Some people, you know, I'm kind of one of those people where I thought that at one point in time in my life, I will know basically everything that I need to know to figure it all out and that's totally not the case it's totally not the case I will have to continue learning and I will have to continue to cling to God and I will have to continue to humble myself and to you know look for the people in my community and you know just so many things in order to to continue living until it is my time to go and get out of here. It is a. Uh, I feel like the Holy Spirit has been teaching me about humility and how to be humble and really showing me that I am just a man, no matter what I do. Um, so I'm taking up acting right now and I have a big passion about it I love it, I really enjoy it I really really enjoy acting I I really feel like if this is the career change that God wants in my life that I'm so for it Uh, if not, whatever it is you know, I'm just here I'm enjoying this process I'm in acting classes right now I just finished my first acting gig last night. I was a witch doctor. It was a totally cool experience. And uh, I don't know. Lately, I've been kind of having these. I'm a dreamer. And I feel like sometimes I have these visions. And who knows? That might not even be my life. But I believe I can get pretty big in acting. And I can become sort of an influence. And I believe that, you know, I can, I can really let that get to my head like a lot of people have, if I want it. If, if that's what the Lord uh, allows, right? If if I become an actor, I can really big if that's what the Lord allows. But I gotta remember that I am just a man. I think. God has really been helping me a lot with my humility. I am simply just a man. Nothing less, nothing more. I am just a man. Gotta realize that. I make mistakes. I need a band of brothers. I, I need somebody to cling to uh, and that's God and like I I am literally just a man the amount of mistakes that I make are in the freaking millions 
And if I don't cling to God, if I don't take care of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, it's all just screwed up. Yeah. So remember, guys, please, please remember that, that you will never stop learning in this life. No matter your age, I don't care if you're 23 or if you're freaking 83, you will always be learning. There is never a limit. Stop thinking that there is, because there's not. You will always learn. You will always figure out new things and trying to better yourself. It, it never stops. It never ends. And that's a good thing. Because if it ain't, you know, why would you want to to not grow? It's just not, not ideal. I'll stay content. Or at least that's my thinking. I just don't want to stay content anymore. So, let me tell you a great story about what happened to me. What was it? Yesterday. Sunday, yes. Sunday was a, oh, what a day Sunday was. Holy Spirit was there Sunday. My gosh, it was a time. Um, so, Sunday, or this past Sunday, I went to the Village Church. Because I enjoy it. I go to the Village Church at 8.30. And uh, enjoy the service. I, I really enjoy it. Um, right now, the way uh, the temporary orders are for me to be able to spend time with my child, I, I only have Sunday. Uh, literally, one day. And it's at uh, Starbucks. Uh, I would love to get into the specifics of it, but it just kind of, it hurts, you know, it hurts a lot, but I have one day, and, uh, and it's tough, it's really tough to have one day, trying to spend time with your four-month-old daughter, and It's a lot. It's a lot. I'll tell you that much. But, uh, usually, uh, I'd say about 10 o'clock, that's when I'm supposed to go see my daughter. I'm able to go see her with my, uh, my ex-wife as she supervises, I guess. And, um... I, I kind of... I'm still beating myself up about it because I, I should have... I shouldn't have been late. I was... I was late. I was there at like 10.40. And I, or 10.50. And I, and I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have been late. I was in church and I was just really enjoying it and I just lost track of time. And that's usually what happens and I just freaking was late. 
But when I got to the Starbucks, uh, I noticed that my ex-wife's car was not there. And uh, I was like, man, where's her car at? So then I checked my, my messages and lo and behold, she left. She, uh, she left and then I, I, I said, hey, you know, what's going on? She said, you shouldn't have been late. These are the court orders. Don't be late. You know, although, you know, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, but, you know, I, I shouldn't have been late. So she was right. So I asked, you know, will I be able to see my daughter today? Or, you know, is that something that's going to be able to happen? And I didn't get a response. And, uh, man, at that time, you, you know, when an obstacle hits you like that, when, when something like that hits you and you're just like, man, what in the heck else, God? This sucks, bro. Like, I'm literally trying here. This really sucks, though. Like, damn, bro. And I'm legit talking like that. Like, me and God's relationship, man, I could, I'll be real. I'm not going to sit here and be, you know, be fake in any way with God. If there's one person I won't be fake with, it's God. So I was like, yo, I'm, I'm, ah. And, uh, I remember sitting there outside my truck, just contemplating for a little bit. Right outside the Starbucks parking lot. I was just like, you know what? I'll give it to you. I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it. I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. I'm gonna let you have it. I do that a lot now. And my gosh, it really helps just letting that stuff go and giving it to God. So you can take care of it. God can take care of it. So I hop in my truck. Keep saying, hey, I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to let you have it. And the Holy Spirit was like, well, if you're going to let me have it, actually let me have it. Stop just saying it. I'm like, all right. But uh, I put in, put my truck and drive, get on out of there. And I, uh, when I was driving, I, I, I just broke down crying. I was mad. I, I had the console and I just slamming my fist down like what in the heck else why why is she treating me like this why am i in this position what what do i need to do i'm I'm examining myself why in the hell was i late what the hell like what you know and uh i had to pull over so i pulled over into this parking lot And I was just breaking down crying. And I started blasting worship music because I just, I needed it. I needed something that was going to help my soul. I'm blasting worship music. And the sermon that I just came from at the Village Church was talking about Psalms 42 and 43. And just about how you go through storms. And I think it was kind of spot on for what I was going through at that moment didn't think it was gonna I was gonna have to apply it right after the dang sermon but uh yeah I had to and I'm just reading it and I'm like god what in the heck what do you want from me I I don't know 
I'm crying. I calmed down. I said, all right. All right, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. Wipe the tears out of my eyes, and I'm, and I'm going home. And I'm still breaking down, man. I am. I'm all over the place. And then, uh, this was different because this time the GPS took me on a different route than what it would usually take me on. It took me on a very different route, and I have never seen this route before, but it took me on, on Beltline, which is weird, but I didn't think too much of it. It just said it was 17 minutes away, so I was like, okay. So I go, and I click, click Beltline, I'm going, and I knew exactly where I was at for a minute, because I remember the street. I was right by NBC City Church. And I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Missy City Church is over here, so I know this road. And, uh, something in my head told me, uh, the Holy Spirit told me, hey, you need to go there. You go to that church right now. And I'm like, go to that church right now? Bro, I just left a church service. Why would I go to a second church service? What time is it? What time do they even start? He was like, you're about to start right now. You need to go to that church service right now. I'm like, bro, I literally just left a church service and my stomach was legit rumbling. My stomach was rumbling in the church service. I was praying to God the whole time. I was like, please don't let this thing rumble too loud because I only had coffee. You know, you only have coffee in the morning and then you eat nothing. So then you mad hungry and you sit in a dang two hour church service and like your stomach going to start rumbling. So that's what was happening when I was at the village church. But thankfully, it only happened at the end. So then I got out and I was like, yeah, I'm about to go get something to eat. But back to where I'm at, back to the, the present part of the story, I'm sitting there and I uh, I passed the village church. And he's like, you need to go there. You need to go there right now, Jared. You need to go to this church. I was like, you know what? I have been wanting to be more submissive because... I, that's the, the big thing. Sometimes I don't know if it's my conscience or if it's the Holy Spirit. So I'm just very, very like, holy crap, what, which one is it? And why, like, but this time I just felt like, okay, this is the Holy Spirit. I don't think I'm out here wanting to go. Cause I didn't, I really just wanted to go home, kind of lay in bed and kind of just soak, you know, and, not worry about all this maybe go buy some fried chicken from Kroger's and some ice cream and just chill out for a minute just watch some football legit that's what I wanted to do mind you I'm hungry but it kept saying hey you need to go so I pass it and I hit a red light and I'm, I'm like maybe a couple blocks away from the busy city so I, like, I literally just passed it but I was like you know what I will check the time that the service starts because it was 11 10 and I remember I was like all right let me go to the website I'm gonna check the time that the service starts and if the service starts at 11 if the service started at 11 I'll go lo and behold it was freaking 
I looked on the dang website, the service started at 11, and I was like, all right, screw it, I'm turning around. I took a U-turn, went to Embassy City, walked right in, I saw people that were still, you know, fumbling in, so I was like, wow, okay, looks like I'm on time. So, I get there, it's extremely packed, and I mean extremely packed. And I don't know, I didn't know there was an overflow. Nobody told me there was an overflow. <laughs> I just go in the dang sanctuary. In the main sanctuary, everybody's still worshiping. I'm like, kind of scared because I'm like, I haven't been here in so long. And the reason why I haven't been there in so long is because that's when me and my ex-wife used to go there. And, uh, I don't know, I guess it just brought up a lot of bad memories and, you know, it just kind of like, like, dang, like, it was just a lot. And, uh, I don't know, I was just, just like, holy crap, what am I doing right now? Like, what's going on? I was, and I think for me, what was really weird was like, dang, I guess I'm just really, this is like my first time really fully submitting to the Holy Spirit. I think this is when, like, my first time, so just, like, and maybe I might be wrong. I might have to look back at my life a little bit more, but this was, like, me fully submitting to the Holy Spirit. So, I'm still, like, I'm just, like, in awe. So, I'm sitting there, and, I mean, it, it looks like standing room only in the sanctuary, bro. I mean, worship's going on. I can't find a seat. It's dark. It's dark as heck in the back. So you can't see if there's a seat anyways. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit back here in this corner. I'm going to worship. And if I got to stand up to watch this sermon, then I'm going to stand up or I'm going to sit on the floor. If I get tired, I don't care. I'm just going to be right here. I don't care. I'm going to be right here. So I'm sitting there enjoying it, worshiping. In the middle of my worship, I got my eyes closed and everything. This lady uh, taps me and was like, hey, you need a seat for one? And I was like, oh, yeah. Shout out to the ushers at Embassy City because she didn't have to, like, notice me or notice that I didn't have a seat. But she did. I'm telling you, this is all in the works. There's no such thing as coincidence. Holy Spirit was looking at. God was just looking out for me this whole time. I literally get a seat right in the front row i mean front front row i mean i'm sitting there like what is going on i get this one seat in the front row and i'm literally experiencing this worship and then that this is where it got really interesting something changed i was i was worshiping and i was just Everybody was worshiping around me, and I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm fully invested, I'm all in, and I was just, I didn't care who looked at me, I didn't care what was going on around me, I was just worshiping, crying my butt off, just like, God, I need you, I am stuck, man, this sucks, I am so in need of your love right now, I need to cling on to you, because there's nothing I can do without you. This, like, I, I, I can't do this without you. I can't. I'm hurting right now. I'm really, really hurt. And, uh, I'm just, something changed, man. The Holy Spirit came up in there. 
and legit, the whole service changed. The whole service changed. It, it, it started where we were worshiping, right? But then it just, it just didn't stop. It, it didn't stop. It just... Something just kept growing and growing. I saw people at the altar. I saw young women younger than me crying out to God like their life depended on it, man. Like their life depended on it because it does, but like, no, this was like true... Genuine cries out to God. Grown men crying out to God. Taking that step. Just like their life depended on it. I saw a girl who was crying out to God so hard. And there was another girl who was crying out to God so hard on the other side. Came up to that girl. And was comforting her. And literally yelling at her like, hey, you got this. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. You can just tell the Holy Spirit was speaking through her. Because she wasn't just speaking to that girl. She was speaking to me. And she was speaking to dang near. I, I know for a fact. A whole bunch of other people in there. But she was screaming to that girl. But she was also speaking to us. In a way. Because we were hearing it. And it was just such a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. It was such a beautiful thing. It was so beautiful. I think the worship and the way the Holy Spirit was working, it lasted for like 40, I think an hour, maybe an hour and a half. I don't know. Even, I can't put a time on it. I, I, I just, I was just there like, holy crap, this is it. This is the Holy Spirit. There's a reason I'm here. Holy crap, you told me to turn around and I did and look what's going on. Holy crap, like I'm still like holy, holy crap, this is amazing. Like this is this is too crazy. Like what what's going on? And then, like I'm totally done with thinking practical because I'm like, alright, I just fully submitted and this is happening. Oh my gosh. And uh I remember the pastor Tim Ross got up there and he was like I'm extremely comfortable right now. And they were screaming everywhere. They were screaming out to God everywhere. And if anybody would have came that just didn't have, didn't know God, they would have looked at you. They would have looked at this thing as absolutely crazy because it was people just crying and screaming and crying. I'm crying. People around me crying. Everybody's just, 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 just out. Totally out. Don't care who looks at them. Just, I need God. I don't care about what anybody else thinks right now. I need God. And I'm just crying out to Him. And it was so beautiful. So much so, he didn't even preach the sermon that he was going to preach about. So much so that even afterwards, after he finished his sermon, 
which was about the spirit that is within us. Which is actually, I want to read the notes because I at least want to, I want to, at least, the very least, I want to show the notes. But it, it says, the same, so the, the title of the sermon was The Same Spirit That Is Within You. Oh, dang, that just hit. It just hit right now. That same spirit that was in me was the thing that guided me to that church yesterday. And you want to know the crazy thing? The last note that I have, it says, by this same spirit, this is how we win. He even did a chant at the end. He said, by this same spirit, this is how we win. By this same spirit, this is how we win. Didn't click, but it clicks now. It totally clicks now. Submitting to the Holy Spirit. Oh my. Oh my, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's good. That's real good. Oh. But yeah, he, he obviously amazing sermon, and then he called. He asked if if you want to receive the Holy Spirit, or you just want to get refilled with the Holy Spirit. Come on up! I kid you not. Everybody came up. Everybody came up in that church. That's what it seemed like. He was like. Tons of people up there. I, I I had to go up there. I had to. I wanted to be refilled. The Holy Spirit led me there. And I knew I needed to be refilled. It was just. Oh my gosh. It was beautiful. And we're worshiping. And I mean. It was a beautiful thing. To the point we didn't even take the communion. I had to take the communion in my car afterwards. That that's how that's how thrown off the whole sermon was. But leads me back to this. If I would have never turned around, if I would have never took that dang U turn. If I would have never sat there and got on my phone and just at least checked the time, if I would have never just submitted, I would have missed out on that. I would have missed out on that. I would have missed out on a chance for God himself to show himself in that church and to say, hey, I'm going to put you right here to know I'm here. I am right here with you, Jared. I am right here with you, whoever you are, I'm right here with you, I know it's tough, I know it sucks, but I'm right here with you, when nobody else is here with you, I'm right here with you, it was beautiful, 
I'm so glad I submitted. And it just makes me want to submit even more. Now, that doesn't mean I always get an amazing experience like that. But gosh dang it. Success is in the submission. It's got to be. True fulfillment in my life has got to be in the submission. And that was true. That was just truly amazing. So, although the obstacles in my life are plenty, I have tons. I I told my dad and the, the, the men around me that I am literally in a season. I call it kind of like the Mike Tyson season. Mentally, spiritually, physically, I am getting punched. More mentally and uh, spiritually and physically, I put myself through that crap. But still, I'm getting punched. I'm going 10 rounds with this freaking Mike Tyson. That's how I'm feeling. And I'm just there. I gotta ask God to protect me. Because I can't do this on my own. Can't do this on my own. Learn to submit, guys. Gals. Learn to submit. I. I'm still learning. And going back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast, I will forever learn. I will never stop learning. I will never stop making mistakes. I will never stop growing. That is something that will continually happen throughout the course of my life until I am dead and out of here, whenever that time may be. I will never be perfect. Never figured it all out. And you will never figure it all out. Don't ever believe that you will. Because you won't. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to experience these things. It's truly a blessing, man. Well, I've done enough. I, oh, we're 40 minutes in, man. I'm about to do like an hour podcast. Are we 39 minutes in? So I might as well wrap it up. But uh, I pray y'all have a great week and uh, and a great day. I pray you make that decision today to submit. I pray that, you know, y'all continue to just keep going hard and keep learning. Keep doing the uncomfortable. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Learn to submit and just learn to love. That same spirit that is within you, that's how you win. That same spirit that's within all of us. That's how we win. Okay. All right.
Y'all have a good week. Love y'all. And always remember, let's stay the course.